Hi there. You're listening to Everything Scares Me. My name is Dana Haynes, and over the last year, I have coerced my sister into letting you into her stream of consciousness so that you too can see why everything scares me. Hello, and welcome to another episode of H2O No. I'm your host, Tanya Nelson. Let's talk about some things related and not related to the blue stuff. Uh, and we're live. <laughs> That's the best possible intro for this episode <laughs> that there could be. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to... Uh. Man, that wasn't... A, I mean, that wasn't supposed to shoot into the mic as <laughs> forcefully as it did. <laughs> but boy... I'll enjoy using your smelly mic for the rest of the episode. <laughs> Dana, okay. you have such class. <laughs> so glad we're related. I have a way of breaking the ice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. So. <laughs> Consider the of ice. ice. Oh, yeah. Speaking hey. of ice. That was a good one. Jake has something to say about ice today. I don't have to say it yet. We'll wait till it comes up naturally. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've heard this yet. So I'm excited to hear yeah. like your take on. Now, I mean, Yeah. On ice. I mean, more specifically, water. Mm-hmm. Or I guess less specifically, water. Less specifically, yeah. yeah. Less specifically. Water is a general topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to talk about why we should be afraid of water. Well, why Dana's afraid. Of, why nobody's afraid of water. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not afraid of this. I just found it terribly interesting. Terribly interesting. Yeah. I've only been afraid <coughs> of water, like, genuinely afraid of water when I was in Africa. I, however, am genuinely afraid of water mm-hmm. like genuinely realistically and all of all of that I'm afraid of it and I didn't know this about myself until like fairly recently mm-hmm. when I discovered that it is not logical or normal to like look into a swimming pool at night you know that you know that light that's at the end of the swimming pool in the deep end I know for b- beyond a shadow of a doubt, I know that there's a shark in there, <laughs> and I'm terrified of it. That's how I feel when I go to the ocean. If I let myself think about it for too long, I won't swim. I don't. I do not go <laughs> in past my knees. Sometimes I'll get a little carried away, and it'll come up to almost my hips, and I'm like, oh, oh no. Well, and I've got to backtrack. Real I mean, quick. I I will say I love swimming in the ocean, and I love being where I can't touch the ground. Yeah, like swimming around. Oh no. But <laughs> if but like I said, if I let myself think about it for too long, yeah, <laughs> I'll panic. Yeah, well, and then oh. there's seaweed to consider and all the things that try and grab a hold of you. Yeah. Did I tell you about when I got mummified by seaweed? <laughs> I don't it think was so. my first trip to terrible. the beach in California. It was in San Diego. I don't remember what beach it was. But we were body surfing and letting the waves, you know, mm-hmm. crash over our faces and everything. And it was a really good time. And this one wave only went past my neck. But there was a whole cloud of seaweed underneath it that I didn't know was coming. And it just wrapped itself around no, me. No. <laughs> and there was seaweed on me well into the night when I showered, no. like twice or three times to get all of it off. No. It was oh it was kind of the worst thing ever. <laughs> no. Dang. That was I also the same trip where I got stung by a jellyfish. I'm really well, surprised that I see, ever went back to the ocean yeah, again. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking you have a genuine reason to be afraid of water. I do, too. No, you don't. I Tanya, do. Okay. It is crystal clear water, and there's a light down there. <laughs> if, you were, if you were gonna see anything, no, 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 you'd no, be no. able to see it. No, I do have, I do, I have been scarred. Are you ready? <laughs> I got caught in a riptide once, y'all. 
Okay. It happened. Okay. okay. There were no, witnesses. No, no, no. That, that's a valid reason. Kendra yes. did the same thing. Okay. Yeah, it's terrifying. <clears throat> it's very scary. And like, like a beach lifeguard had to come and rescue us. Did you get caught in a riptide in a pool? No. Yeah. See. No. But I'm just saying that it. Ju- my brain just extrapolated <laughs> from that point. It went. If that can happen, anything can happen. And I mean, like, listen, I can still get in a pool, but there's just this little. You know, I imagine what it's like when other people are like, I probably shouldn't eat this because it's laden with bacteria. Well, you know, oh, like the five second rule, mm-hmm. you know, like people drop their stuff and they're like, oh, the five second rule, like that makes it any better in the back of your mind. You're going, I mean, it really doesn't make it any better, but I can still eat it and not feel bad about myself. That little like alarm that goes off in normal people's brain about bacteria goes off in my brain about swimming pools. <laughs> At night, specifically. Jake, I heard you say the two-second rule the other day, and I was like, the two-second rule? Well, because she reached down and grabbed it within two seconds. Oh, okay. So I was I like, two-second rule. I thought within y'all's lives, it was it had become the two-second rule. <laughs> no, it was the five-second rule growing up. I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't care about anything, so I just say that. <laughs> I think I transform it every time I drop something on the ground. If I left it there for seven seconds, I'd say it was a seven-second <laughs> rule. I think that those of us that don't care say that to normalize our bad behavior. I feel like that's true because I remember one time at uh, in high school there was like a one of those like gener- green generator boxes out mm-hmm. in front of the the band building, and we had pizza. And I remember like warming my pizza up on the top of the green box because it was hot. Like, I just put my pizza slice on it real quick, and then I ate it. Ah, well, yeah. I think, I think I'm think i actually crazier than I make myself out to be, and I think <laughs> I need to start eating things out of Tanya's backyard. It's probably <laughs> true. <laughs> you just start eating stuff out of Tanya's Because backyard. I did that, and I've never once regretted it, and I'd do it again. <laughs> Ooh, but listen. So I think that is purely because... Wait, before we move on from the sharks in the pool, I needed to mention Sharknado and how I think you need to watch it. No! <laughs> a terrible terrible idea i watched it and i was like (laughs) what but you would watch it and it would be a genuine terror like horror flick for me and there's like seven of them yeah i know like you wouldn't be afraid of tornadoes anymore for simply because of tornadoes but because they're tornadoes with sharks in them Mm -hmm. i watched a youtube video on how sharknado is possible because there are water spout tornadoes on the ocean that have picked up schools of fish and gone flinging them into Australia before. That's dumb as heck. So technically a Sharknado isn't the farthest thing from, you know, a possibility. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's, I mean, thank you all for just expanding my... ah. There it is. I was like, are you bored? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to do this real quick. Also, this, uh, this didn't do what I thought it did. Uh. And I realized that when I played that, and it was really loud. (laughs) (coughs) Anyway. (laughs) So, Tanya, tell us about your garden. Okay, so it kind of is my garden, but I'm talking about, like, my microflora. Because I Hmm. don't know Hmm. if we actually talked about this, like, in one of the... I can't remember if we talked about my spinach tummy in the last, like, couple of episodes. But how, like, ever since... I did? Okay, about my spinach tummy. Well, I think think that I've cured my spinach tummy. And I, I attribute it to taking probiotics and uh, not paying any attention to the five-second rule. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited because I love spinach, and now it might be, it might be part of my diet again. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've, after, what, nine years, nine long years of spinach tummy, and it's finally, it's finally gone. Mm-hmm. Yay! 
That's exciting. I also wanted to mention, like, kind of go into my actual, like, outside garden. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, about. about, like, how I have brown thumbs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it turns out they're, j- they're ever so slightly fading into green because <laughs> there's some stuff in my outside garden that I planted with my little old, you know, crunchy brown thumbs. <coughs> and Ew. I intended for them to grow, and they have grown. And I'm very excited about it. I mean, it only took them, like, I don't know, two or three times longer than it was supposed to. But they are growing. I've got lettuce out there. I've got beans and peas. And those little butthole tomatoes, man, <laughs> they are just determined to, ter- to prove me wrong. I, and, you know, oh, they'll never sprout. It's fine. And then they sprouted. And mm-hmm. then, oh, well, they're never going to have time to do anything. And now they've got flowers on them. So... Just to spite me, I'm pretty sure we're going to get some tomatoes off. Just to sp- <laughs> but now that I said that, it's not going to happen. It's like if reincarnation was real, I feel like those tornadoes were someone <laughs> much tornadoes. like you. Tornadoes? Those tomatoes. <laughs> those tornadoes. Those sharknadoes. Those sharknadoes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still on tomatoes. I'm tomatoes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Those tomatoes. Were someone like you in another life because they're bound and determined to prove some whoever someone yes. the man wrong and yes. you were the man in this scenario. Yes, if I belonged to the um, <laughs> oh, what's the word? If I believed in reincarnation, mm-hmm. I would totally come back as a butthole tomato. <laughs> Because I am a stinker, and apparently the rules of reincarnation are that if you are a stinker in life, you come back as a butthole tomato. That made yeah. me choke on my own spit. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, it's like, have y'all ever heard of The Lobster, the movie The Lobster? Isn't that no. Adam Sandler? No, it's, uh, oh man, is it Colin Farrell? I think it's Colin Farrell. Is it not Adam Sandler? <coughs> Mm-mm, it's not Adam Sandler. Absolutely not. But, Colin uh, Farrell, like, um, well, you would know this. Never mind. <laughs> Move on. Uh, he he was uh, Mr. Banks. He was, well, no, he wasn't. He was uh, in Saving Mr. Banks as the author's yep, dad. Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell. But, um, what? Is my, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, <laughs> it's a metaphor movie, and in the metaphor movie, um, there, it's a world where um, <clears throat> if you don't find someone to marry or to like that you're a good match with within a certain amount of time, um, they turn you into an animal of your choosing. I remember you telling me about this now. Yeah. And it's whack. I don't recommend it. But uh, it just reminded me of that because uh, like you, if you haven't found a spouse within a certain amount of time, as far as I remember, you go to this facility where they try and match you with somebody, and if you can't find anybody there, then they turn you into an animal. And so, like, his his brother had gone through that, and he um, he couldn't find anybody, so he was like, well, I want to be, I think he's a border collie. So he has, so Colin Farrell has his border collie with him all the time, and it's his brother. Anyway, they asked him, what do you want to be if you can't find anybody? And he's like, a lobster. And so... Just reminded me if if you had your druthers, are you saying you would choose to be a tomato? <laughs> <laughs> that whole story was about if Tanya couldn't find a spouse, she would come back as a tomato. <laughs> well, that ship has sailed. So. <laughs> 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 
Also, tomatoes aren't an animal. I know they're not, but they're a living organism. I think if I had I'm my druthers, I wouldn't want to be an inanimate object. <laughs> I would choose the animal scenario. And I would probably still be a butthole. <laughs> I'd probably be a cat, y'all. I'd be Toby. <laughs> I love that so much. Oh, I learned this morning that tomatoes are berries. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter. I'm just saying I was watching TikToks this morning, and that's what I learned. Is that a real thing? Yeah. I, I mean, I knew I they were technically a fruit. Like, botanically, they're a fruit. They were a fruit, but it's because <coughs> they have so many uh, seeds in the middle of them. Interesting. And that I didn't cucumbers know that. are a berry, too. Berry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and, and you know what isn't a berry? A strawberry. <laughs> because the seeds are on the outside. Seeds. They're on the outside. What does that make it? And the seeds are technically the fruit. An exo berry. I watched I watched a whack video this morning. <laughs> it's, not an, so. it's not an exo berry. <laughs> it's an exo seed. <laughs> <laughs> an exo seed berry. Ooh. <laughs> this is getting into some interesting ideas. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, what is a strawberry? I don't remember what he called it, but he a was straw. like, it's not a berry. It's something else. It's it, a brass berry. The the a brass No, I didn't. I said a brass berry. A brass berry. <laughs> Which isn't better, but. <laughs> no, but he, he had some scientific reasoning for why the seeds, everything that we, he said, the things that you call the seeds on the outside of a strawberry are actually a bunch of fruits. What? On the strawberry. You mean like. Was this man pulling your leg? You mean like he the fact that been, they're crunchy and not and sweet and kind of obnoxious? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a fruit to me. <laughs> I have no idea whether or not any of this is accurate, but this dude... It, crunchy, was, not sweet, and kind of obnoxious. About I know those people. <laughs> it's me again! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crunchy. Not, mm. Oh. Well, well, listen, I've accepted these things about myself, so... It's it's okay. It's okay. Last night when we were watching Game of Thrones, there was a guy who was talking about a guard, <laughs> and he called him fat, drinks wine, and sleeps a lot. <laughs> and I looked at Dan and I went, "Is he talking about me?" <laughs> and I was like, "I mean, I'm not fat, but the rest of it fits." <laughs> well, we talked about about how I'm a fat, skinny person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then I, apparently, I'm in Game of Thrones and didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Only in description. In description only. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ed Sheeran is in uh, Game of Thrones yeah, at some he is. point. So. I knew that he was. Yeah. That How do you know fit. it's not me? <laughs> Ed Sheeran was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did he die? <coughs> he just—he's no. a—he's a soldier and he sings. And then he's gone. And then that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just Good there for, for a minute. Um, well, this episode is actually about <laughs> water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That we've beaten around the bush for a long time. I, I feel like our speciality fire. is digression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, also, I've made a lot of mouth sounds into this microphone already today. I, I have I, too. I sorry. don't mean to. I've <laughs> wondered how much of my sandwich you can hear. I know. <laughs> well, we're all like eating and drinking stuff, mm-hmm. and it's all like you know your sandwich is toasted, so it's crunchy, mm-hmm. and we've got like a smoothie that's cold and slurpy, slurpy, yeah. and smacky. Coffee. It's like you know. yeah. yeah. And it plugs my throat up sometimes, so I have to clear it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> your smoothie you plugs your throat up? A little bit. Well, like, I'm... I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. 
I'm the one allergic to bananas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It just does. You having okay. sympathy allergies? That means you're pathetic. Mm. <laughs> don't let him steal your joy, Dina. I'm not. I'm enjoying this. My throat isn't. It's not that my throat is closing <laughs> for business. Oh, yeah. Closing it's just business. getting a little plugged up. Yeah. Closing okay. for business. <laughs> <laughs> From business. Hello, business. I don't think anything. Clothing. Cl- clothing. Clothing. <laughs> clothing for business. Clo- oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Clothing for business. Um. The water. My baby dropped his giraffe. <laughs> it's so much easier to talk about the topics that we're not actually here to talk about than That's it is true. to talk about the topics that we're here to talk about. Okay, so so the topic that we're here to talk about, or that we want to talk about, is water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aside from <coughs> sharks in nighttime pools. Yes, that's we're not actually talking about that, like, that utilization of water. Well, I was going to say, like, well, aside from that, what scares you about water? <laughs> well, nothing really scares me. I think that the good lead into this is that I am a little bit of a water snob and I didn't I didn't really realize that until we or maybe I did know it but I didn't really know why um until we watched that documentary I I don't even know that I would I don't know that I would call it a documentary. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. sure what I would call it. It's just it it's like a fun time. <coughs> it's yeah. Yeah, it's just a fun time with some like facts kind of dribbled in there some discoveries some discoveries and um yes <laughs> yes <laughs> so i'm a little bit of a water snob and i didn't really like think about it i don't really like water in general it's not my favorite thing i would much rather consume my water um <coughs> in like coffee or tea <laughs> format preferably coffee um or just by like eating like really water dense foods like watermelon and stuff like that. Just I'm just I'm not a fan of water. <laughs> and but I do really love I really love like flavored waters and I really 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 love mineral waters. Like mm-hmm. and I know there are a couple of waters that I really like and I know it's so wasteful to buy your water <laughs> because we have access to it here at the house or whatever but um there's some waters that, like, I would drink and think, oh, my gosh, it's almost like it's textured. You know, it's like thick water. Have you heard of thick water? I have not. Thick water is a thing. Oh. And it's supposed to be have all these health benefits or whatever, but it's it's genuinely, like, it looks like rancid, like, aloe juice. It's, yeah. it's one of the worst things I've ever I seen mean. in my life. But, no, they market thick water. They have thick coffee. They're, they're thickening all of this crap. Because it's supposed to be healthier for you. But all it does is make me want to die. Well, Okay, well, I don't mean thick water like that. And I know, like, you know, when, when Jim was in the hospital, they, like, because of what was going on with him and the medications they had to give him, they would give him water that was thickened with something so that it was easier to, like, actually swallow. I don't mean, I don't mean, I don't mean, like, solid water. <laughs> Or actually thick water. It's yeah. just like water with a lot of minerals has just like a different texture. It still pours and is not, it's obviously just water, but it just has a little bit of a different texture. And I really enjoy that because 
I don't know. I just it feels more substantial for for some reason to me. Like I do when you think it tastes better. Too. Yeah, I think it. I think it tastes better too. I'm not. I, I hate the people that are like water has no taste and mm-hmm. water is water no matter what. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, water is different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, and I. I guess I had never really identified. <laughs> I guess I had never really identified exactly what it was that made me like it better. I mean, I knew it was because it was like a. It had a mouth feel. Sorry, I'm getting away from the microphone to. Sh- <laughs> we really should live stream all this so that you can see <laughs> live stream on Twitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> TV Speaking of thick. Me. Okay, so here's what's happening. This baby is in a thick. bumbo seat and his thighs have gotten so chunky they won't release. They can't, they can't, <laughs> you can't get them out of the seat. I mean, he's loving it. <laughs> you gotta suck it in, kid. <laughs> It literally went went plop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I never really thought about it until we watched that episode of that documentary that was talking about how you should never drink like purified water or like ultra pure water. Anything that's labeled as pure or only water, you should never drink it because it's a waste of your money. It's actually bad for you. Because water has properties that makes it want to, like, pick up minerals. Mm -hmm. So if you drink pure, pure water, it's going to find those minerals in your body and take them away. away. Versus, like, drinking water with minerals already in it, where you might actually benefit from some of those minerals. Like, your body might take the minerals from the water. That blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah, I would... I, I thought that was crazy, but it made so much sense if you've ever had, I mean, even just if you think about the difference between like, say coming here and drinking the water and going to Innis where we grew up or like to Alpine where my, where mom's family's from, like the water tastes so different. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I'm such a snob. I don't want to drink water out of the faucet here, but man, I will drink some water out of the garden hose at Jim's house. Yeah, like no yeah. problem. And, um... It just makes so much sense that, like, maybe the the stuff that tastes better, the water that tastes better, it might actually be better for us also. That's true, yeah. And so that was kind of, that was kind of mind-blowing. And also, like, really interesting that it's not even just that, like, oh, like, water with minerals in it tastes better. And we can be kind of um, fancy by drinking that kind of water. But it's actually that it's like it could be detrimental mm-hmm, to right. drink the stuff that's been purified and had all the minerals taken out of it. So I thought that was just really interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought it was <coughs> interesting. They were talking about uh, they went to Paris and talked about their water system and and how they provide Gosh. free water everywhere and uh, throughout Paris and they're. Their system for purifying water was interesting because they like filtered out the big stuff and then they filtered out smaller stuff and then they used UV light yeah. and mm-hmm. air to take out the bad bacteria. They aerated the water. Yeah. Um, what's <coughs> it? What was it called? Um, I've heard of I've heard of those machines done before to purify the air in a house. Like for example, if you have an apartment, that ozone. That's what it is. Oh, they yeah. were using ozone. Um, to purify it, which mm-hmm. is what, like, I've, I know that in the past I've heard of people with, like, rentals where the people that lived there smoked and the house was just destroyed with just that 
smoke smell. Mm -hmm. And what they did is they just went in and put an ozone, ozone, an ozone machine in the house and like closed all the doors and windows and just let it run for a few days to purify everything. And so it's really cool that they were using just basically Mm -hmm. concentrated oxygen because they, and you know, I don't know. I just think that that's really interesting to not be adding, they adding chemicals. They yeah. said that it was more effective chlorine. than chlorine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. And the other thing that blew my mind, I know I just kind of hijacked your story, but the other thing that blew my mind, and I would, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I would, I need to move to Paris because they have the places where they dispense the drinking water all over the city, they have sparkling water. I know. I was going to bring that up if no one else did. I was like, that's that what that was what excited me the most. Yeah, oh. they asked the lady, I guess, who was in charge of it. They said, do you ever put anything back in the water? And she said, no, we don't put anything back. It's just the, origin- the original minerals. The only thing that we'll put into it is carbonation. We'll, um, we'll carbonate it, yeah. make it sparkling. I and you can just go down the street somewhere to, you know, wherever the water yeah. distribution center is. And find a sparkling. And they have an app. Too. I was gonna say yeah. they have an app. And they, their vending so machines find it. don't <coughs> sell water bottles with water in them. They sell a reusable bottle mm-hmm. yes. that you can go take to the free water spot. A glass one, I think, yeah. is what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. And I just think that's so awesome. Yeah. I think it's so. I would. I go through so much sparkling water, y'all. It is. It's really stupid. Like, <laughs> I mean, I buy like a case. Every like at my grocery shopping every week, and sometimes it lasts and sometimes it doesn't, and it's usually a couple of kinds. Like I bought my weekly supply of sparkling water, and then I also just had to run into the store the other day just for like, hi, <laughs> just for like a few little odds and ends, and I could not walk past the grocery section without stopping and getting like a gigantic Topo Chico, yeah, because they're my favorite, <laughs> and I just love it so much, and if I could just like wander down somewhere and I mean I, I would drink so much water mm-hmm. right now it's like how much can I val- like justify <laughs> since I'm paying for this instead of just getting it from my faucet I can drink like one or two a day or whatever mm-hmm. but oh, if I could get it for free I would drink like so much water <laughs> it would be wonderful yeah well talking about like the stuff that's in water, the stuff that makes it not, quote, pure, Mm -hmm. unquote, and how that's not necessarily bad. The thing that I learned, the thing that I have brought to the table today is about ice and about ice that has impurities in it. And I watched this this YouTube channel called How to Drink, and it teaches you how to make cocktails and all this kind of stuff, and it's it's fun. But he, um, yeah, wow. (laughs) I forgot to do that. I can move, I can move closer, I can be right here. he was talking about how he gets a lot of questions because his the ice cubes that he uses on the show are perfectly cubed and completely clear. And he he was like, yeah, people ask me all the time like where like how I do that and like where I get my ice from and he said that he <laughs> he <laughs> imports his ice <laughs> from um uh, imports is the wrong word. I was just an exaggeration, but he goes to like a company there in uh, New England and gets his ice from them. And he was saying that one of the questions he got was that was peop- a lot of people asking, why does the ice that comes out of my freezer look white and, like, cloudy? Mm-hmm. And why is yours so clear? And he was saying that it's because, you know, water, no matter where it's at, no matter what it's stored in, no matter what, like, just if there's just, like, air passing over it, it's going to pick <coughs> up, quote, impurities, unquote, which is probably those things that we're talking about that aren't necessarily a bad thing. But he was saying that when you freeze uh, ice in your freezer, the the cold 
is, you know, encroaching upon the water from all directions, and it pushes all the impurities to the center. And that's why a lot of our ice cubes have a little clear layer around the outside, and then it's super cloudy on the inside. It's because that's all of the impurities that are in the water. Right. And that if you want to get super clear ice, you have to somehow get those impurities out of there. And so he said that they make machines for your freezer that, I don't know if it's a machine or if it's a device, where it kind of funnels the, uh, the wait, cold. Wait, 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 wait. <coughs> Jacob. Yes. Would you please clarify the difference between a machine and a device? <laughs> well, I don't know if it's electronic. It's a machine or I don't a know device. if it's a container <laughs> or if it has like electronic parts. I don't know. So wait, would a machine be the electric one mm-hmm. and a device? Oh, I don't know. So <laughs> I'm not scientific enough to actually be able to tell you. Well, his Jake calls his phone his text message machine. I so. called my phone my text message machine once. <laughs> Because okay. I was flustered with the person I was talking okay. to. So a cell phone is a machine. And, and a device. And <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> a cell phone is a machine. And like a corkscrew is a device. I think that's actually backwards. <laughs> Wait. I think, I think a machine doesn't have to have electronic parts and a device does. Oh, it just needs to have some kind of power. I like remember, I remember like learning in science in school that like a simple machine is like like a wedge. So like like a doorstop, that's a oh. machine, like a simple machine. I remember learning that. So I think I think the machine is. So what is my car a device? I guess. Interesting. It seems like it's a machine. It seems. I feel like, like it's, it's a machine, machine too, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. So getting back on track. They uh, make some kind of crap for your freezer. They make <laughs> either a machine or a device. Possibly Something. both. Something that's manufactured or who knows. But anyway, and you can you can freeze your water in it and it directs the coldness, the freezing, to come from one direction so that it will push all of the impurities out one side. Right. And then you can just like take your ice out and it's all super clear except for like a white layer at the end. And you can just cut the white layer off and now you've got perfect ice but then the guy the how to drink guy was saying that the company he gets his ice from they freeze um their ice from the bottom somehow (coughs) and then the containers are just open in the room so all of the impurities go up and out and there's no impurities left in the ice but it's just all floating around in the room (laughs) and that made me a little uncomfortable yeah (laughs) well they were in the air before that so it's kind of whatever i thought that was fascinating Yeah. yeah Okay, so I think that it's fair to mention that with the whole, like, Paris thing, that it's not actually France, from what I understand, Mm -hmm. that does this. It's just Paris, and they just put something into action where, like, the city owns the plant that does all the water stuff. So, like, there's no, like, water company that's privately owned or independently owned. It's just Paris that owns this plant. And they manage it and everything, and all of the funding for that comes through their taxes. And... Like, I love sparkling water so much that I would be willing to pay a little extra in taxes to have it just at my fingertips all the time. Mm -hmm. And if they could plumb that right into my house, (laughs) I would be okay with that. They might be able to. I don't know. (laughs) I know. That would be, oh, man, I need to do that. But um, (laughs) Was it Mr. Deeds that had um, a water fountain in his house, but it was Kool-Aid? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's Tanya with her sparkling water. With my sparkling water. And wouldn't it be cool if you could, like, you know that bubble bath in Harry Potter? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like the prefect bubble bath? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, there, there's all these different bubble baths with different scents and stuff. If I could do that with my sparkling water, not a bathtub, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
to <laughs> bathe in sparkling water now? I was like, that's that's roughly <laughs> akin to bootlegging, I it's, feel like. It's a different kind of bubble. Bathtub um, hooch, but like bathtub sparkling No, but just water. like a, like an O-R-R-O system that produced sparkling water mm-hmm. and then like either from an app on my phone or a button or something, I could make that water different flavors. Mm-hmm. Have like, you seen those vending machines? Uh, they're not vending machines, but they're the like drink mm-hmm. dispense machines that are in like bigger cities. Like there was one in California at the Jack in the Box that we used to go to. Yeah, they have them in a lot of And Jack you'd pick your soda and then it had like eight different flavorings that you could oh, also yeah, put yeah. in the soda mm-hmm. like afterwards. So I'd always get like one yes. of those ginger ale. <laughs> yes, I, that I'm, I'm totally on board with that, but I do not want to contribute eight square feet <laughs> of right. my house to well, that. No, I, didn't mean you should I get saw. That. I just mean wait, like, like one. Wait, I saw um, on TikTok there was one where somebody had that, but it was a latte maker, and I mean you would still have to contribute some of your house because uh, it was like built into their cabinet or something like mm-hmm. that, you know. And so it was just mm. a spout that came up, and then a screen, and they just typed in what they wanted, and then a the little spout. Um, pumped the stuff up from underneath, so it was like coffee plumbing. It's almost like a Keurig, but um, you don't have to put anything in it. Yeah, <laughs> but okay. I think what, what what you're saying is, the city pumps in your water, and mm-hmm. then you just push a little button, and it just puts some Coconut. flavoring, yeah, yeah, from these little bags that are wherever they are, you exactly. know, exactly, and, and then it's perfect. Basically, it's a fairy tale, but <laughs> I would be willing to pay. Let's patent it. Some extra though. taxes for that fairy tale. <laughs> now, okay, I understand that not everybody is as obsessed with sparkling water as I am so like I that, that's why I know it's a fairy tale because not everybody wants to do that but I would be totally on board with that scheme but while we're on this topic of like um like interesting vending machines and stuff mm-hmm. one of my favorite things so Steven and I went to Italy for our honeymoon mm-hmm. you know that one time and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, but we, my favorite thing, mm-hmm. it's so stupid. I was such a dumb American because I found out later that apparently like Italians only drink cappuccinos in the morning and they have like one or instead of like the 15 that I was having. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> the, like literally on every corner, they had a coffee vending machine. And you could go up and pick if you wanted like a latte or a cappuccino and how many sugars you wanted and all that stuff. And you would go and you'd put your money in and you'd pick what you want. And my favorite thing was watching it because it would just like a little cup (laughs) would would just fall out with a little a little tiny like two inch long plastic spoon thing. And then it'd pour whatever sugars you wanted in and then you'd see it go. (laughs) The coffee would go in (laughs) and then the milk would go in mm-hmm. and you just watched a machine make your cappuccino <laughs> and it was really so sweet. i was like okay this is gonna be terrible gas station coffee-esque stuff <laughs> and it was really yummy and it was in italy it was in italy <clears throat> that's really and, cool oh, also will you please make that sound again of the coffee going into the cup i don't know if i can <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of mouth, uh, mouth sounds <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i love that idea yeah <laughs> Wait, which one? The sparkling water or the the vending machine with coffee? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> I'm, I'm just sure all about it. Big cities that I'm afraid to go to, those exist in the United States. Certain things like that. Certain like the coffee things. dispensers? Yeah. Yeah. I mean maybe. And I guess I guess like I've never been to New York or I have been to like LA, but like get out of the airport and go straight to where we're going on the coast. You know, like I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna do that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, like, 
you'd think eventually stuff like that would get to smaller cities like Dallas and Denver, like the places that I am comfortable going. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, it's not so much that I'd be uncomfortable going to those cities. I just do not want to drive yeah. in them. Oh, I feel that. You know? Something I think is interesting, and it's the opposite of <laughs> like what we're talking about with like the really cool water situations in 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 Paris and stuff was the water in Africa mm. when hmm. we were there because w- when we got there I mean obviously like they told us like okay so like never brush your teeth like with the water that comes out of the tap don't do that mm-hmm. if you do if like if you put your toothbrush in there throw that thing away because it's going to be a problem and it's so good all 10 days we were there and then the last morning I put my toothbrush under absentmindedly because I was so tired but the way that they like give you water to drink is the water bottles, like like they go buy water bottles, I guess from very specific vendors, mm-hmm. and and they said if you get a water bottle, and uh, like the water bottles there have like it's, they're like ours, you know, like the plastic lid is like you know you have to break the seal or whatever, mm-hmm. but then they're also covered in another plastic seal around that, and they said like even I if that outer that. plastic seal is broken, don't drink it because it's possible that people have gone around gathering up water bottles from the trash and they're just filling it with like river water and then selling it so that they can make money. Oh, that's terrifying. And so they were like, yeah, everything has to be completely sealed like three times. Otherwise, don't drink it. Even right. if two of the seals aren't broken and the top one is, don't, just in case. Wow. They somehow figured out how to make it look like that. So it was exactly the opposite of the Paris thing where it's like, we can get free, fantastic water everywhere. This was like, you have to be extremely careful. <laughs> Even if it looks like it's fine, wow. it might not be. You know what that reminds me of? Hmm. It reminds me of Eat, Pray, Love. When she's in India and they go for a, I mean, it's not a Coke. I still haven't seen them. Oh my gosh. So they go to have a a fizzy beverage. Uh It's not a Coke. It's called something else. I can't remember. And she goes like, it's in a glass bottle. Mm -hmm. They've just taken off the bottle cap. And she goes to just grab it and take a sip of it. And the guy's like, no, 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 no. And he puts two straws in it. And he was like, your lips should never touch the hmm. bottle or any glasses or anything. And I was like, I mean, I mean, your straw is, t- that's not how germs work. You yeah. know what I mean? Like germs travel. Yeah. But okay, whatever. Um, but that's kind of what that makes me think mm-hmm. of is like, literally don't touch anything. Yeah. If anything even looks like it maybe might've been dropped, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like <laughs> anything don't, that might don't have been do tampered it. with. Yeah. We weren't uh, supposed to eat yeah. fruit that um, didn't wait. That might've been washed. What it, was it? I think it was fruit that wasn't packaged. Oh, or yeah. Like initially, we couldn't because there could be anything on the skin. And then you guys, I would have died so hard. It was interesting. Well, and I got I got <laughs> so so sick the first uh, like about like two or three days into the trip, and it was because we were out in in like a in like a little African village mm-hmm. building a house for right. some people, and all of the like all the men of the family were like working on the house, and then all the women of the family were cooking food for everybody, like snacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had us go sit down and they prepared a meal for us. And it was basically just like they killed a chicken and dropped it in a pot and cooked it with mm-hmm. some African seasoning and gave it to us. And honestly, it was like some of the most delicious chicken I've ever eaten in my I life. I totally believe that. But then I saw the river that they got the water from and I don't think the water was flowing. <laughs> and like they boiled it and everything. So obviously like You're alive. stuff came out. Yeah. But I th- it got an stuff amoeba. Stuff also <laughs> came out <laughs> of you. Stuff also came out of me in violent, violent ways <laughs> the next day. And so it, it was very interesting. But I've thought about it, and I'm like, I wonder if I go back to Africa if my stomach will handle things better. Because mm. I got an African amoeba. 
and it and now you're had its way with inoculated. Me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm just saying. And now it's like, but it was just, it was so interesting because they yeah. were like, "Don't drink the water because it's contaminated," but also eat the food that's been boiled in the water that's contaminated. Um, you remember me telling you about how Dad went on a hike up Sierra Blanca? And uh, on his way up, he ran out of water in his water bottle because mm-hmm. he took like, you know, a little bitty baby, little, you know, plastic water bottle. <coughs> and um, and he stopped at a little creek on the way up and drank some water out of it. And I was just like, Dad, <laughs> what? But he's fine. He didn't. I don't think he ever got sick or anything. He just yeah. has that kind of constitution. But mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah. Dad. <laughs> if yeah. it, I, I will say, I like if, if the water is running, yeah. it's better. It's yeah, not I great, think this was barely if, if running. If the water's running, then it's it's a lot better than stagnant water. And yeah. I think right. I don't. I'm 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 serious. I don't think that that river in Africa was moving even mm-hmm. in the slightest because mm-hmm. it was like I couldn't see. It was like dark brown. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and this this reminds me of a uh, goopy poopy story. Oh, <laughs> My story was a goopy poopy story too. But <laughs> That's what <laughs> not I mean. So many words. Is that, you know we were talking about like. Uh, you know, a while back, we were talking about inoculating ourselves with other people's microflora. Mm, mm-hmm. And there was apparently a dude that did that in Africa because, mm. like, there's this, there is this tribe that is just known for their longevity and their resistance to disease and all the, and like for being, um, for being really healthy and like good healthy weights and stuff. And they have a very different microflora. Mm-hmm. And, like you know, he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do this. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a goopy poopy stuff. I'm a switch poop. <laughs> I'm, I'm a switch poop. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, the poop switching. <laughs> and um, and everybody was like, dude, you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. You can't do. We don't know. This is a very new branch of science. We don't know if it actually works. We don't know if there are really horrendous side effects. Like, please don't do that. And he was like, um. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So yeah. he did it. And I don't know what the outcome was. I think that the documentary kind of was like, fade out, you know. Um, we're not going to talk about what happened to him. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to. He, 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 he done. But I mean, like. He you combusted know, on the site. Oh, my gosh. But that's what kind of what it makes me think of is mm. like, I think that a big part of the reason why you're not supposed to drink the water in those forms. Because like, mm-hmm. they obviously do and yeah. don't have any issues. And it's because they have, over the course of their lifetime, been subjected to that bacteria yeah, like and so they all the time. Yeah. yeah their bodies it's just part of their microflora right. and it's symbiotic and it works and it's yeah. fine but you who drink purified water right pretty much every day yeah. you go out there and you get a hold of some of that bacteria and your body is like oh flush the system flush the system yeah. flush the system yeah. you know so it makes yeah. 100% sense that you you might be able to go out there. I was going to say, and then the rest of the time that we were there, I didn't have a single problem again. Yeah. Like, yeah. I felt fine the rest of the trip. Yeah, you adjusted. Exactly. Yeah. Within um, one day, I had adjusted. That's a good word. <laughs> that That's the good censored version of what happened. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm not convinced that I could go somewhere else in our country and drink their tap water and be perfectly fine, you know, just mm-hmm. because I'm not right. used to all the things from different places. Yeah. You know? Um, I think you I probably could as the, long as it was like run through our water system because probably. there are like yeah. legal limits, like an acceptable mm-hmm. amount mm-hmm. of chlorine and um, bacteria and stuff. So like, yes, there's going to be variations, but like the bacteria levels are going to be at a mm-hmm. kind of a standard. Mm-hmm. But if you went 
to somebody, you know, in a different part of the country and they had a well and you just drank their well water that was untreated, that might be different. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But from the public system, I don't, I don't think you'd ever have a problem. It's like that TikTok of the guy being like, (laughs) if it's like the the stuff in the guy's stomach and he's like, this ain't familiar. (laughs) (laughs) That's what. Well, and this also, this all kind of reminds me like going back to kind of my, my, uh uh-oh. This poor boy. He's frowning now. Yeah. Do you want to? His face is matching. Can you go get him? Yeah. If you'll get him. This all sounds, it sounds, Mm-hmm. I realize that without seeing what's going on, it sounds as if maybe like we've shoved him into a kennel, <laughs> you know, yeah, in the corner. Giving him a bone to chew yeah, on. Yeah, like, okay, kid, we're just going to forget about you for the next 45 minutes. But right. that's not what's happening. He's in a cute fuzzy swing, like a couple of feet away from us. <laughs> and every time we look at him, he's like, and smiling and happy. And then as soon as we start trying to talk again, he's, he's like, this is not acceptable. Yeah. So... Something yeah. that I was researching when I first, like, wanted to get into sourdough making mm-hmm. was, something? you know, say, uh, say, boo. Oh, now you're all quiet. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But so something I was oh. researching was I, I wanted to just make my own sourdough starter. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, like, the recipe is very simple. Mm-hmm. You just slap flour some and flour and water <laughs> together. And you could you add. keep it happy. And keep it happy. You could add like sugars from various sources like grapes or apples or whatever. But basically you just put flour and water together and you let it sit out, mm-hmm. protected from like flies and physical contaminants. Right. Um, and you just let it ferment. You c- And the wild yeast are attracted to that and they get in there and they start doing their thing and that's great. Mm-hmm. Unless you are using like water, like water from your tap Mm-hmm. Or, like, in our case, we were living out at the fort at Stephen's last job, mm-hmm. and they put chlorine into the water to, to clean it. So if you're getting it from, from anything, if it's not distilled water, right. in other words, um, if it is chlorinated in any way, you have to leave your water at, sit out at room temperature for a day or two hmm. because the chlorine will evaporate out faster than the water will evaporate. Hmm. And so you evaporate the water out, oh, or the, the chlorine, chlorine out, and um, because if you don't do that, you might still be able to get a sourdough starter going, but it might be kind of weak because the chlorine kills, or kills. it might take longer. Right. The chlorine kills Because it's the... going to fight all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Chlorine terrifies me. Yeah, I understand. Be- it, because it in its gas, you know, form, like that's what happens to like <laughs> meth cookers. <gasps> like chlorine gas can happen. And if it happens, you breathe it in and it kills you like instantaneously. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no, like I'm going to sit on the floor and writhe until I'm dead. It's like I breathed it in and now I'm dead. Wow. And what freaks me out about leaving the w- chlorine water out so that the chlorine can evaporate. I'm like, are, we, is that, are you releasing chlorine gas like into your house? That's, that scares me. I mean, I'm sure that there's like a minimum, you know what I'm I mean? I'm sure there is too, but I was, the, but chlorine itself and the fact that we put it in stuff that I'm supposed to consume like, I get it's not in its gas state where it's going to kill me, but I'm still just like... And then that freaks me out about salt, because chlorine is half of salt. Right. Well, and it yet just, somehow it's not going to kill me. Yeah, no. And in fact, you need sodium. And I need it, yeah, sodium. Exactly. yeah. So I think that the that just goes to show like how just a really small, small little tweak yeah. um, can make a really big difference, which I think kind of goes back to what we're talking about with the water. You know, like there mm-hmm. might only be like trace amounts when you think about it, trace amounts of minerals mm-hmm. in that water. Yeah. Um, but we need those trace minerals 
in order to make the water like an actual healthful thing for us to consume mm-hmm. versus like something that's going to detract from our health. Right. And you you know, we also we need those minerals and we don't need too much of them. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Yeah. It, we need exactly the amount that we need. It's kind of amazing how mm-hmm. that works that it, there's just this very del- and I delicate balance and I remember again from like the time that we were taking care of mm-hmm. Jim, my granddad, mm-hmm. was you know, he went into the hospital at one point and they said that he was dehydrated. And I was like, okay, well, give me some water, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> stupid, yeah. stupid me. There's a solution for and that. And then my aunt had to explain to me, like, no, like, once mm-hmm. you are older, getting dehydrated, and especially being in the hospital, them trying to rehydrate you is a very difficult thing because you're not just drinking the water and, like, getting the minerals and the sodium and like all of your electrolytes and balance, they're giving you a drip IV that has whatever it has in it in whatever form it has. And it's going directly in, it's not going through your digestive system to get to where you want. It's just going straight into your veins basically. And so, you know, they get you with a little bit too much sodium or a little bit too much calcium or a little too much whatever. And it's really hard for your body to get back into homeostasis. Mm. And, Forget about just older people doing that. Like, that was my experience after being in the hospital, after having Ellie and Rylan. I mean, I went my whole pregnancies, and I never had any kind of swelling whatsoever. My ankles, my feet, my my wrists, my fingers, nothing. I never had any swelling. Mm-hmm. And then I went into the hospital and was an IV, on an IV for a day, Maybe like, you know, for Mm -hmm. a little bit before my C-section and then the rest of the day after my C-section and they took out the drip IV basically. And I was swollen for at least a week after Mm. that. I mean, like my ankles were gigantic. My feet didn't fit in any of my shoes. And it took like a week for my body to reach homeostasis after being on an IV. Right. And that's all just from having those electrolytes and those trace minerals just slightly out of whack, Mm -hmm. you know. Or at least that's my understanding of it. And so it's one of those things where it's just, it's very important and your body knows what to do. Right. And Mm -hmm. like trying to circumnavigate those natural processes can Mm -hmm. be really detrimental. That balance of everything and how very (laughs) delicate, Mm -hmm. somehow delicate, the balance is delicate and then also like really robust Yes. (laughs) at the same time. It Mm -hmm. makes me think, like when we were talking about it, it just made me think, I mean, this has nothing to do with like health or like water or anything, but it's like where the earth is in context of the sun. Mm -hmm. It's exactly perfect because if we were just an inch to the left, we'd be in another ice age. And if we were an inch to the right, we'd be bacon. Right. (laughs) Right. It's like, and our bodies do the same thing, but yet somehow here's, it's the thing. Okay. This is what I'm trying to say. It, it, uh, marvel! I'm, I marvel at how truly delicate the human body is, mm-hmm. and at the same time, how much resilient. It can take. Yeah, yeah, how resilient it is, and that is it's very, very true. And I think that that's true of just about everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's why, if you think about anything long enough, you can go down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Just like Dana was talking about with that girl in what Turtles All the Way Down, that book you were talking mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. that she just started thinking about the microbiome and like the bacteria that surrounds her and that's inside of her. And you can just go down that rabbit hole and it's just like, and then you're drinking Germex. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or you can be like me and be like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Right. You know, and, um, or, you know, and I, 
I do that about a lot of things, but to, you know, I guess we all kind of choose the things that freak us out. And I'm more freaked out Pools. about the possible, huh? The, the possible shark in a pool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know some people might think that that's a waste of energy, but someday someone out there is going to be, I Eaten almost said mauled, mauled by a shark in a mauled pool. Mauled by a shark. <laughs> I was watching, well, it's, there's a Supernatural episode where the kids are drawing their worst fears and they're coming to life. Mm-hmm. And one of them is like, a great white shark is going to eat them in the ball pit. Oh, yeah. And so the, the, the guy who's cleaning, like the, the oh. it's like a Chuck E. Cheese. He goes into the ball pit yeah. and then a shark eats him. That's right. Yes, that's right. Well, wasn't, wasn't there, I could be making this up. I have very realistic dreams like I don't dream Mm -hmm. oh I'm flying over the mountains or like Dana has told me some really like crazy dreams before that you've had that it's Mm -hmm. like I know that in the dream it feels very real but like when you say it out loud you're like there like there's nothing (laughs) in life that makes me I don't dream about stuff like that Mm -hmm. I dream about like you know sitting at my computer and doing my work for my job or Mm. you know like the kids waking up in the middle of the night, but they didn't actually like, I dream about very realistic things. I've got a very mundane brains (laughs) at night, at least apparently. And, um, so I could have, I could have dreamt this, but I thought that I, I saw in the news at one point that there were people, um, like as really terrible murderous pranks, releasing little sharks into swimming pools somewhere. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like something they would do in Florida, but I don't Piranhas? know if that's real or not. But sharks. I do no. know that in Florida, people were people always um, swim with piranhas. Well, they open up their toilets and there's like a baby alligator. Oh no! Like that happens, or like no. a snake or something. Like I, that's that's real. <laughs> I have I have heard that before, and that is just that is just unacceptable. That is just unacceptable. <laughs> the same way that like I've heard of people finding like like uh, tarantulas in their toilets. Or whatever mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that is just it's unacceptable nature needs to get its act together <laughs> good. well folks thanks for joining us yes. for this <laughs> exceptionally interesting <laughs> episode of everything scares me what was it did i did i say this already that like i think that what we need to say our speciality is is digression, digression. yep yes yep. yes so yeah, if you I could agree. follow this podcast i don't know what that says about you <laughs> Either you are a specialist in digression also, maybe you're exceptionally smart being able to follow all the bunny trails, but I feel yeah. like it's more that you're exceptionally uh, prone to distraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. But it's also just kind of like a conversation. Yeah. So it's fluid. About, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, if you enjoy... <laughs> I did throw another one in. Sorry. Yeah. If you enjoy... Possibly rabbit trail conversations about anything that might scare you, me, or anyone else, and also some baby interjections. That you should follow this podcast on any platform that you listen to podcasts. You should leave us a rating; that would be lovely. You should go to Instagram at the Trick Birds. Nope, at what is it called? What is our Instagram Trick name? Trick it's Birds. Trick Birds, Trick Birds NTWK. Right. If you go and follow us over on Instagram, you should talk to us about things too. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You can you even should suggest topics for future episodes, yes, which is exciting. Rants. Subjects that we can cover, subjects that Tanya can be upset about. And we would be happy to make friends with any of our listeners over there. Mm-hmm. Over, over there. Wherever there. there is. Wherever there is. <laughs> you have said some really interesting oh, gems. I wish I could remember what the other one was other than the, 
the machine versus the devices. You said something immediately <laughs> after, and I cannot remember what it was. I don't remember that, but I remember saying that the amoeba had its way with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But, yes, yeah, so if you, if you over there want to be friends with us over, over here. here. <laughs> yes. Say something. Wonderful. Say something. And now a word from our baby sponsor. <laughs> now a sound from our baby sponsor. <laughs> He's job, like, don't put words boy. in my mouth. You gonna talk? I knew that one. Can you talk? Can you talk? Can you say stuff? Somebody poke him. <laughs> Eep. Ah, there we go. <laughs> You were it. saying a lot more than that earlier. He was. Come on. That's why like, he's not saying things now is because he already said all his stuff. Let's all ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, so much for joining us this week. Now go drink some water and kill a spider. Yes. <laughs> In our honor. In our name. Well, goodbye. Goodbye.